Welcome to the Supplemental Podcast. We are two licensed therapists sharing our therapeutic and personal perspectives. We hope this clinical and applicable insight will inspire you and challenge you to grow. Welcome to the Supplemental Podcast. Today we are talking through procrastination and we're calling this one Procrastination 101 because I think we can all relate to some level of procrastination that shows up in our lives on a regular basis or a semi-regular basis, but I think it's just a part of the human experience. But first off, I was just kind of wondering in broad terms, like what are some of the things you think might cause people to procrastinate? Um, so it's so interesting that you bring this up because I just read something the other day that basically was saying procrastination is sort of like a signal of, um, I'm trying to remember exactly how it was worded and I'm going to botch this, but it was essentially saying that procrastination is a signal of maybe some, I don't know if trauma is an appropriate word. That sounds a little extreme, but stuff that's undealt with or some unfinished business or like some sort of past thing that like sets your mind into this habit or system of procrastinating because whatever happened your nervous system isn't handling it well and so putting it off is the way to cope with it until you can't anymore so Um, I don't think that's the only answer to what causes people, but it was a different perspective that I hadn't heard before that I thought was kind of interesting. And, um, I'm not sure if there's any like research to back that up or anything, but, um, I think it could make sense for some people, maybe that it comes out of this place of coping almost, if that makes sense. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. And I, I think it's a good, I think it's a good foundation that we can kind of speak upon because I'll have clients come into the room a lot of the time and you probably do too. And whether that's the zoom room or the physical room, um, but they'll come in and be like, I have this issue with procrastination and it's rarely about not knowing what needs to be done. It's like people usually know, Oh, I need to do this thing. Oh, this needs to be taken care of. It's more about the emotional experience around the issue, like what needs to be done. And there's more about the block between getting the thing done or like not putting it off versus self-discipline or the ability to execute tasks. Like there's this kind of gap that I think I was curious about in prompting this episode topic because it's not about procrastination. It's usually about the kind of like you're saying trauma, I think I would agree is like a stronger term that might not apply in general, but it's still like a mental, emotional kind of block, but I don't think it's always conscious for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's very unconscious really, or subconscious, sorry. Um, it's very subconscious because it's one of those things, we've talked about this in other episodes where it's super common and normal and everybody does it and it's you know it's super socially acceptable and it's probably not super harmful in a lot of ways. You know, If you put off doing the dishes every time, like maybe you're making it harder on yourself, but it's not harmful. Right. So, um, or outwardly harmful, I think it could have some underlying harm maybe, um, just to you as a person, but it's something that totally goes unnoticed. And, um, I think it's just, most people can relate to it on some level, I think. 
Definitely, but not always a conscious one. So diving into it more, I wanted to first kind of ask what feels good about procrastinating sometimes, because I think there is something that can be quite gratifying about putting something off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it probably gives like this sense of like, <laughs> like I, no, nobody controls me but me kind of, you know, like um, I'm going to do this in my own time when I want and how I want, no matter what anyone's expectations are, even if it's something as small as the dishes or turning in a paper or meeting some work deadline or whatever it is. I think sometimes there could be um, one of probably many satisfying things could be this sense of like, I do it when I want. And that feels good to, to know I'm in charge. Someone gave me this deadline, but I get to do it when I want, you know? Yes. And then you don't actually have to face the thing that might be uncomfortable or that you don't want to do, or it's mentally taxing or like mm-hmm. it feels good to not suffer maybe sometimes mm-hmm. too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also was thinking like, it gives you sort of like a temporary break. You know, yep. if you, if you put something off, it can feel, I, I really think it could feel like some relief for a minute to be like, yeah. I'm just not going to do that tonight. And that feels good. Or I'm just not going to do that till next week or whatever. I think it, it gives this sense of break or relief. Um, and I don't know if this is jumping the gun, but I think we're probably going to get to that. That might backfire sometimes, you know, of maybe uh, there's times where you really do need a break and that's not necessarily procrastinating, but I think if we're going to define procrastinating, it, it does get to the point where you're doing things like at the 11th hour or whatnot. And doing that habitually, I think is definitely going to cause more problems, then it is going to be any benefit of relief or waiting or whatever. Mm -hmm. But to your point, I really like what you said about, it's almost like kind of giving yourself what you need in that moment of putting something off that might be best to do, or might be best handled on a certain day and not put off to the next day. But sometimes it does present you with a sense of I'm tired. I'm exhausted and burnout. I, that's really hard to try and think about doing, or that makes me feel anxious when I'm doing that, or it makes me feel really like upset or down when I have to do that. It makes me feel unintelligent, whatever the, the, the experience at hand might be. I think giving yourself permission to not have to deal with that hard thing can sometimes address a need or can then compound on itself. If we keep putting things off and procrastinating because part of life and part of living well is doing hard things and facing discomfort and embracing it, making space for it. And it's that balance of, okay, can I give myself what I need? And that is to not do this thing tonight or not address that right now. Yes, absolutely. So long as I let myself be refueled or make a plan to, I'm going to rest tonight or not do that yet, but I'm going to fill myself up with the intention of using some of that energy in order to get the task at hand done. Because I think otherwise it's like, well, I don't feel like it on to the next. I don't feel like it on to the next where sometimes we have to do what we don't feel like doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's definitely a balance there of being aware of, is this a necessary break or am I putting this off for bigger reasons? You know? Yeah. So how can procrastination potentially 
inform us about some of those internal needs, kind of speaking back to what you were saying a minute ago, like how can it kind of shine a light on maybe some subconscious needs or emotions or even burnout that's going on that's kind of fueling this desire to put things off? Well, you know, I think you said it really well a minute ago about like, obviously there's tons of different reasons or um, whatever it is that someone might be putting something off, but I really do think that they are deeper. Like, so, I mean, I guess most, a lot of us could probably relate to putting off a college paper (laughs) until, you know, the night before the week of, and you spend hours and hours and hours on it. And there's some, um, logistical reasons you could consider, right? Like if you're taking a full load and you have other classes and you have other things and maybe you're working and whatever, that time is, um, you know, you have to manage your time so that you can do it. Those are the logistical, but I think when it comes to the point of putting it off, there is, there could be something bigger, like you said a second ago, of maybe feeling incompetent. And putting that paper off to the very end for some people could be putting off this uncomfortable feeling of, am I good enough? Am I going to produce a good enough piece of work here? Um, You know, that sort of thing. I think often putting stuff off, even if it seems small, really can have an underlying emotional impact, like feeling incompetent or, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of another example, but do you have any off the top of your head? Well, I think what's coming to mind for me as you're talking is it's like, maybe there is this thing that goes on kind of mentally, emotionally, as well as like an overwhelm of sorts, because it's like, sometimes when you dive into a thing, you're like, oh my gosh, there's 10 moving pieces. And in order for that actual task to be handled, I have to address this and this and this and this and this in order to actually do this. So I'm trying to think of like, let's say your car needs to be replaced and you're thinking, oh, I need to, I need to get to that. I need to like go to a dealership and check some out. Well, you also have to check your finances and that can bring up anxiety. And then you also have to figure out if you're going to do a loan or not check interest rates, do research, look at comparisons. And so it's like the idea of just doing a thing can be like, why don't you just go get a new car? Like, it's not that big of a deal, but when you really look at a thing and break it down and move towards action, there can be so many smaller moving pieces that have to be addressed. And I think that that can become overwhelming for people um, in a task manner, as well as like an emotional one, like kind of like you were saying, if you're doing something and it brings up discomfort for one reason or another, it's like, whoa, like I'm being hit by and struck by all these random feelings of anxiety or insecurity or whatnot. And I wasn't expecting this. Um, yeah, I'd rather, let's just not do this right now. Let's <laughs> quit. I'm give me, give me a cell phone, like give me some TV, give me some Netflix or something like that. Yeah. Let me totally check out and disconnect from this. Right. Right. Oh, sorry. What were you saying? No, I was just saying it can, the discomfort and overwhelm can surprise us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought up the discomfort because I've used this example with a lot of clients and I maybe have even said it before on an episode, but, um, so it, I have, I've said it to parents, I guess, more frequently, but it it applies to adults as well, that a lot of times parents will tell kids like, go clean your room and their room is a total tornado and disaster, right? And I think this is true for kids of like 
almost all ages, I would say, because I think it's true for us adults that when we have this task in front of us, that seems like a lot, it really does feel overwhelming. And I think it can, you know, we can have this procrastination effect, so to speak, of putting it off and putting it off because of that overwhelm. And um, I will tell parents that's so overwhelming to kids, right? When their rooms are a crazy mess or their playroom is super messy and the parents are like, clean up. And, you know, there's a million things all over the floor. They don't know where to start. It's overwhelming. Same thing with an adult. And I can use dishes as an example again, right? If you have a sink full of dishes, it can have that feeling of like, oh, this is so much. I don't want to do it, you know, but yep. and it can easily go to that overwhelmed really your nervous system is overwhelmed and then a coping mechanism is procrastinating well I'm not going to clean that today I'm not going to do those dishes today I'm not going to do this I'm just going to disconnect you know so yeah. I think that overwhelm piece is really important yeah well it's fight or flight when your nervous system's activated and that would definitely be flight mm -hmm. yeah so looking at this kind of in conclusion, but giving some actionable steps. I mean, I was thinking through what are some ways that people can aim to shift this cycle of procrastination? And I think it can start with recognizing, whoa, was I seeing this as a simple task and it's actually like multifaceted. There's a lot of steps and I'm feeling overwhelmed. I think merely understanding that can help people because I think what happens in the cycle of procrastination is then people feel a certain amount of guilt or like shame for not being able to do what they know they need to do without recognizing like, oh, this is actually kind of complex. Like I underestimated what this was gonna require of me. Or it's like someone dives into something, like I'll use the example of math homework. Like maybe math brings up a ton of insecurities because it's always been hard for them or they're dealing with some sort of learning disability or something. And so it's not just, oh, I need to finish this math homework. It's this, I'm not intelligent. Something's wrong with me. Everyone else is able to do this quickly. Like sometimes just recognizing what's actually happening that's contributing to the procrastination can be one of the first steps. And I also think, and I'll let you kind of add to it too, one other kind of takeaway is I think prioritizing and procrastination can go hand in hand. And sometimes just writing down like if it's a complex task or even if it's a simple one, like what has to be done, what needs to be done and like, what are the small steps and like writing that out on paper can help people get a little bit more of a grasp around like, oh, I thought I needed to like start my math homework. I actually need to take a nap first because I'm super tired. And if my brain isn't super fresh, I'm not going to do well with the math. So it can help things become more clear and not just live in people's heads. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's really true. And I think um, another thing I would add to that is maybe a, as like sort of a tip or a tool of how to get through this, um, something that comes to mind is we are adaptive people, right? In general, like humans, some more to more degrees than others, but we learn to adapt even to things that are somewhat negative or maybe um quote unquote harmful, right, to our life. So we learn to function out of procrastination and then that becomes our standard, that becomes our normal. And so my thought process is, even though that becomes your normal, maybe a way to help work out of that is to really look at what is it costing you or what are you missing out on or what is it really preventing you from by procrastinating? Because I think we can like talk ourselves into 
I've been a procrastinator my whole life and it works well for me. Or I've heard a lot of people on the topic of procrastination say they kind of like the pressure and they like working under that, you know, the pressure of that deadline. And maybe there's some validity to that. <clears throat> but on the flip side, I think there can be some analysis of what does it cost you? You know, if you put these things off till the last second every time, yeah, maybe you have adapted to that and figured out how to get that done and make it happen. But have you, have you really stopped and thought, what am I missing or what am what is being impacted by this negatively by my constant procrastination, you know? Yes, very much so. I think that's a really good summary of it. And I think put simply, as we close it out, perhaps it's a matter of just try like one little thing differently when it comes to this cycle of procrastination. Cause I like what you're saying, like it can almost become part of your identity. Like I'm a procrastinator, that's what I do. Therefore, here we go. But I think if it's like, just decide you're going to do one little thing differently, that might be write five things down and be like, oh, what do I need to do? But also like, what is this making me feel? Like, am I feeling anxious? Am I feeling upset? Try one little thing and then just do that. Don't procrastinate on looking at it. Just be like, I'm committed to this one tiny little step that I'm going to do differently if I'm in this pattern of constantly procrastinating and see where it takes you. So I'd say that's a wrap on this one. If you would like to email us as usual, you're welcome to offer any insights or topics that you think might be interesting to go over. That would be my supplemental podcast at gmail.com. And as usual, we love having you with us and we love grappling with these ideas together.